0: The Readings for the Saturday of Holy Week, Year One. A reading from Job, the 19th chapter, verses 21 to 27a. Have pity on me, have pity on me, O you, my friends, for the hand of God has touched me. Why do you, like God, pursue me? Why are you not satisfied with my flesh? Oh that my words were written, oh that they were inscribed in a book, oh that with an iron pen and lead they were graven in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and at last He will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been thus destroyed, then from my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see on my side, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. A reading from Hebrews, the fourth chapter, verses 1 to 16. Therefore, while the promise of entering His rest remains, Let us fear, lest any of you be judged to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them, but the message which they heard did not benefit them, because it did not meet with faith in the hearers. For we who have believed enter that rest, as he has said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall never enter my rest, although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again, in this place, he said, They shall never enter my rest. Since, therefore, it remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of disobedience, again he sets a certain day. Today, saying through David, so long afterward, in the words already quoted, Today, when you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not speak later of another day. So then there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God, for whoever enters God's rest also ceases from his labors, as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest, that no one fall by the same sword of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And before him no creature is hidden, but all are open and laid bare to the eyes of him with whom we have to do. Since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we have not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. A reading from Romans, the 8th chapter, verses 1 to 11. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has sent me free from the law of sin and death. For God has done with the law, weakened by the flesh, could not do, And peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, you are in the Spirit, if, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although your bodies are dead because of sin, your spirits are alive because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies, also through his Spirit, which dwells in you. Proverbs 31 The words of Limuel, king of Massa, which his mother taught him. What, my son? What, son of my womb? What, son of my vows? Give not your strength to women your ways to those who destroy kings. It is not for kings, O Limuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, or for rulers to desire strong drink, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed, and pervert the rights of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is perishing, and wine to those in bitter distress. Let them drink and forget their poverty, and remember their misery no more. Open your mouth for the dumb, for the rights of all who are left desolate. Open your mouth, judge righteously, maintain the rights of the poor and needy. A good wife, who can find? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good, and not harm, all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax, and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of a merchant. She brings her food from afar." She rises while it is yet night, and provides food for her household, and tasks for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands she plants a vineyard. She girds her loins with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff, and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor, and reaches out her hands to the needy. She is NOT AFRAID OF SNOW FOR HER HOUSEHOLD, FOR ALL HER HOUSEHOLD ARE CLOTHED IN SCARLET. SHE MAKES HERSELF COVERINGS. HER CLOTHING IS FINE LINEN AND PURPLE. HER HUSBAND IS KNOWN IN THE GATES WHEN HE SITS AMONG THE ELDERS OF THE LAND. SHE MAKES LINEN GARMENTS AND SELLS THEM. SHE DELIVERS GIRDLES TO THE MERCHANT. STRENGTH AND DIGNITY ARE HER CLOTHING, AND SHE LAUGHS AT THE TIME TO COME. SHE OPENS HER MOUTH WITH WISDOM, AND THE TEACHING OF KINDNESS IS ON HER TONGUE. She looks well to the ways of her household, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her works praise her in the gates. Let us pray.